When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh my God, a win. That's what Bleacher Bird says in the comments. And, and I love it. I got the champagne ready. Joe and Joel with you here this evening on Birdland tonight uh, to talk about something that hasn't happened in some time. Joel, how you doing? Doing all right. Thanks for well, having me. Thanks for being here. And I, Joel, I love the, the Orioles background. It's it makes me want to get that type of setup here in my in-home studio. Yeah, you know, I was contemplating on getting a uh, Woody Page setup tonight, having the chalkboard in back and, uh, you know, putting a message out there, like, you know, along the lines of I'm the most humble person I know. Um, but next uh, time. I opted next. with some of the uh, retro Orioles stuff. Next time, let's make it happen. Um, so the Orioles get the win tonight. Uh Looking at a couple of the uh, the lines, um, Cedric Mullins goes two for four with a nice triple, stolen base, a great play in the outfield, um, which I thought Scott Garceau's call was not bad on. I don't know if you if you caught that or if you were listening on the radio or what, um, but had an all around nice game. Uh, Trey Mancini two for three, another two RBIs, so that puts him up. Is he at forty four or forty six? Uh, you know, I can check that for you. I think he came into the game at uh, 42. So I want to say it's uh, 44, which would be second in the MLB right now. So he's staying, he's staying hot. Um, Bruce Zimmerman, five and a third, six hits, two runs, two earns, seven Ks, 87 pitches, lowers his ERA below the five threshold. Um, yeah. and, and, and he was good. He had, he had some, some good moments, got out of some spots, uh, was real fired up. Um, one of those innings when he was going off and I thought that was awesome to see. Um, so, you know, those, those are the goods from tonight. I, I, I do think that, um, you know, of course the, the struggles that led us to 14 consecutive losses, obviously um, aren't going anywhere anytime soon, but the guys that when you're watching the game, hoping to do well, Mullins, Mancini looking for a decent outing from Zimmerman, you know, that was there tonight. Um, Anything you saw that that jumped out at you that was uh, in particularly enjoyable? Well, I was just going to say, yeah, Zimmerman, you know, to reiterate what you said, he gave him a solid outing. And yes, his ERA has uh, been lowered to 4.96. And he, he did have some areas in there where he was battling. Um, you know, he's obviously a guy that a lot of us are pulling for being the, uh, you know, Baltimore product. And uh, I guess going to Towson as well. Um, 
And, you know, I think it's a good confidence boost for him to get his ERA below five because, you know, at this point in the year, he has emerged as our clear number two. What a number two he is. And you get that ERA below a gentleman's five. It just makes everyone feel more welcome. <laughs> Orioles uh, 14th, I believe, in ERA and team ERA in the American League. So that that number I see thrown out a lot, 14th. And in my head, you know, it, it goes to – it goes to NFL, like, oh, 14 out of 30. That's, that's not bad. That's 14 out of 15 for 15. those keeping track at home. So, um, you know, it's... it's I, uh, I would imagine they're, uh, you know, the other side of things, uh, their on-base percentage and team average is right around 14th as well. So it's... Uh, you don't get this bad on accident. It's got to be a confluence of events. Um, but, yeah, it is, it is good to see him have a, have a nice outing. And um, I'm actually going to Venmo you once we're done here, because this was a line that I'm taking from you that the Orioles like the cicadas who come out every 17 years, play a decent game about once every 17 games. And I think that's an important point to make the similarities there between the cicadas and, and the Orioles. Well, with the win, you know, they're on pace right now for, uh, I think 52 or 53 wins. So Really? Okay. So my prediction preseason, which I got a lot of heat for this in the Birdland Tonight group chat, was 54 and 108. So I'm looking at you, Josh, if you're listening. I said 54 and 108, and we are right on. That, that might be too much. That might be too high, 54. Well, you know, they, they could put together a, a two, two, three game winning streak, and that, you know, number all of a sudden catapults to uh, 60 wins. But uh, yeah, tonight, uh, tonight was. You know, it reminded me of an, of an old coach of mine. He used to say, you know, even blind squirrels find nuts. And uh, that's that's what it felt like uh, getting in the win column. An old coach of yours said that. I think everyone says that. Yeah. He didn't co- He didn't come up with that. Uh, he, he didn't copyright it, that's for sure. No, he didn't. So Trey Mancini, um, you know, we, we can we can go in, in any direction you want to go, Joel, as far as uh, who we're talking about here tonight. I wanted to bring him up just because – one, he's such a great story. I mean, it's it's been, you know, talked about, even national coverage, you know, it's been talked about um, right up there with the RBI leaders, having a great year, batting 284 now, um, obviously coming back from the colon cancer uh, is, is great. This is contradictory to what I'm going to say after this. I want the Orioles to trade Trey Mancini almost just for Trey. Next year is... Uh, is the last year he's under contract. Their history tells me that they're not going to re-sign him. Mike Elias made comments this week about, you know, that, that they can move anybody. It just depends on how long they're under control, et cetera, et cetera. So to me, it seems like he is the guy that they're going to move. Um, and and I'm in, I'm in favor of that. What do you think? Oh, I'm I'm in favor of it too, and you know I say that because he's been the ultimate team player since he's uh, you know come up to Baltimore. Uh, you know he was a first baseman, but uh, that spot was occupied by uh, Chris Davis, and so you know he he learned how to play left field, and at times was even stuck in right field. And you know you look at a guy like that, uh, the amount of runs that he's driven in at this point. Um, and he, he does have value to teams that are, you know, looking to make a run. And, you know, if you're the Orioles, 
I forget if Trey is 29 or if he's uh, 30 at this point. I got to look let that me, up. Let me check but his birth certificate. How much? How much more of a uh, you know shelf life does he have at this point? And is he going to be pr- productive still when the Orioles you know plan to turn that corner? And you know I I don't know. And I, I think that uh, you know he's done everything that he can for Baltimore at this point. And you know. You do owe it to him to, uh, you know, let him be a part of a winning team. Yes, yes, and that, that that's that is my belief. This guy has, you know, you have an organization that asked him to take a salary deferment at the start of this year. He, he's he's done everything they've asked. He is a cancer survivor. Give the man a chance to win somewhere, and bring back some some prospects in return. The Yankees they're they're struggling at you know at the plate. Uh, Lemayhew uh, and we don't need to get into that, but I'm saying I shouldn't even say that throw the Yankees out there because that's going to get blowback. But that's a team that could be interested in in someone like Trey. Um, I don't care who they trade him to. I just think that that they should move him because he's going to be one of our biggest pieces. Cody here, who you mentioned Chris Davis, big Chris Davis supporter, uh, Cody. Uh, he says, trade Trey. And what does this here say as we discuss uh, trading him? Um, I say it's contradictory because, you know, the other name that comes up a lot is John Means. I think that is ridiculous. That, and there's people that vehemently disagree with me, but here's a guy with means that you have three years of control left after this year. And if they move him, I think that's nothing more than money because they don't want to pay his arbitration salary next year. It's first year of arbitration eligibility for him. He's making like 500,000 this year. So 594. So he's right above league minimum, (laughs) right above league minimum. He's going to go to arbitration and he's going to get what kind of raise. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be a lot millions, uh, millions in, in raise. And so if they move him, a, a legitimate Cy Young contender with that much control left, that, that makes no sense to me. That, that's that much yeah. control, Andy's a, a lefty. Right. So Mancini and any of these other bums, absolutely. Uh, Mr. Means, no, I, I, I do not. I do not want to see. Means is also a, a hair younger than Mancini, too. Um, you know, if you're really planning to turn the corner in the next, you know, couple of years. Uh, uh, you're asking me, I, I don't think it's next year. And, you know, hopefully next year becomes that 70 win season. But uh, if you're looking ahead to 2023, 2024, when he's, you know, 30 years old, uh, you know, he, he can still bring uh, some productivity at that point. He's had what, three full major, not even three full major league years now, but he's probably going to make the all-star game this year. Um, and uh, you know he made it his rookie year too. So I, probably, I mean, he might he, he might very well be the starter for the All Star game. Could be. Yeah, I'm not sure who's well right now. I think yeah, Cole's up there. But then uh, when you look at MLB league leaders, uh, you have Degrom and then uh, Evan Gosman as well. <laughs> Gosman got him on my got him on my fantasy team. That's that's a that's a Gosman's been great. Um, <laughs> but that that's a good segue too, Joel I think like as we just because that's that's as you're in the midst of a 14 game slide 
um, which is hard to do, by the way. 14 games should not be underappreciated to lose that many in a row. Um, you know, all the talk has been about the minor leagues, right, and what what our guys are doing down there, both at at single A, at double single A with Grayson Rodriguez now, who's he's in Bowie. Um, obviously, DL Hall, Rutschman has been red hot. Um, other guys, Westberg. Uh, where do you see? I, I know you mentioned a couple of years. What do you see? What do you think is where are we headed? When when can we start to get angry at the fact that we suck? Because I'm I'm there already. I mean, I, I'm I'm talk, kind of there already right now, you know. <laughs> but I was hoping you could talk me off the ledge. <laughs> I don't know if I could talk you off the ledge. You uh, might push me. You might push me off the ledge. Try to uh, think back when they were 15 and 16, the uh, the good old days of this year. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I don't know when we can expect these guys to hit major leagues um, because, you know, Elias has put an emphasis on, uh, on you know, the um, – the clock starts ticking as soon as you uh, call these guys up. So, you know, I'm not sure when the uh, cutoff date is at this, you know, this year when they are considered a rookie versus, uh, you know, when their rookie season carries over to uh, 2022. But I heard Jim Palmer talking tonight about um, D.L. Hall. And, you know, there's a guy that's 22 and a half years old. He was our first round pick in 2017. And he has 39 strikeouts in 21 innings to go with the ERA of, I think it's like 2.04, 2.14. And then then you look at a guy like Rushman as well. And uh, going into tonight, his on-base percentage was 465 in Bowie. And um, this might push you over the ledge, but I, I think that those guys know would make the Orioles better right now now does it matter if the Orioles are better right now absolutely not they're going to finish last place uh, this year um, whether those guys are up or down so at this point you might as well wait to call them up so that uh, the clock doesn't start ticking but uh but you know we were sorry go go ahead ahead. no no no, go ahead go ahead finish I was just gonna say you know we were chatting before this and uh you know I, I looked up every other team in the AL East uh in their first round picks from 2016 through 20 and the Orioles in that span of all their first round picks from those years the highest uh, the highest uh, competition that any of those guys are playing at is double-a buoy when you look at everybody else in the AL East they have at least one guy that has scratched the surface in the MLB in that span Uh, some of them have you know multiple guys that are in triple-a to go with that major leaguer so you know I, I don't know why there's hesitation with some of these guys. You know, I feel like, you know, a guy like Rushman, uh, we should be seeing what he can do in Norfolk right now, you know, against some of those guys, you know, like the Dean Kramers of the world that are jumping back and forth, you know, get him some experience against guys that have major league experience, uh, you know, with some of the the 4A pitchers uh, that you will. But uh, And and I agree with with everything that you're saying, and that's where I struggle because – other people that I talk to will will say, well, you know, it doesn't matter right now. And, you know, you don't want to start that service time clock to get to that year of arbitration eligibility, um, you know, because then obviously they're, they're getting more expensive. Um, but you actually said this, and I think it's a great point when we were chatting before the show is, 
doesn't an organization owe some level to to the fans to to just to just to the product in general to put something better on the on the field i mean this this what we have now what we're watching i mean we could run down the the batting averages and look at the look at the roster i mean it's it's horrendous yeah um you know elias he he had like a you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 20-minute talk uh, last week with um, Oriole Beat Reports. And, uh, you know, there were a couple headlines that came from it. Sophomore slumps happen. You know, it's important to remain committed. Um, but one of the things that he said was that, uh, you know, when he took the job, uh, you know, it was all about a, uh, you know, systemic rebuild first. And I, I agree with that. You know, I think that there was, um, you know, a lot of... Uh, you know, a lot of aspects with uh, the international rebuild that needed to be approached and, you know, building from the ground up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, absolutely. you know, he's not the director of scouting anymore. When you're the general manager of a baseball team, you still have a duty to throw a major league you know, team out there. And, uh, you know, I texted you earlier, um, our five through eight hitters, uh, three out of those four were hitting sub 200. <laughs> and you know you we, and you you look at an off season like this where we um you know we, where we non tender guys like Hans or Alberto that were productive in past years and yet we're throwing Stevie Wilkerson out to play second base <laughs> you know I, I got I question some of the moves that uh, that he's making at the major league level right right I, I mean I, I agree and 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 you know that 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 I agree with that I just. My other piece to this is at, at, at some point, because the devil's advocate there is going to say, well, that's one of the pains of the rebuild because you need to lose. You need to stockpile on those early round picks, you know, one through five. So even, even being decent, you know, when you're trying to have this foundation up rebuild that, that Elias talks about, um, you know, you almost can't, he, you know, this is, this is the devil's advocate side to it, which like you said, and I agree, there is merit in that because the Orioles farm system, their international stuff was, was neglected. Um, I just see 
when you're at this point, okay, Rutschman is in double A, DL Hall's in double A. We don't have a quality major league catcher. It's not like someone is blocking him. Br- br- bring him up. He, he's he played college ball. He's he's hitting the cover off the ball right now. He's, his average is close to three hundred. I, I don't know what he did tonight, um, or if they played tonight even. Uh, but he was up to two ninety something. Bring him up. Let's see. I mean, what if you're always going to operate in this realm of fearfulness of starting that clock? Then I then I question like, well, what is is one day the plan to just say, oh well, we're going to call up twenty six players today and we're ready. We're ready to complete. Right. right. Obviously, that... about them wanting to bring those core players up together. And it's like, well, what are you waiting for? You know, two out of those three to be successful. <laughs> right. So. Are they are they going to right save money on a, a bus or, or something and put them all in the same one? Like it doesn't like get and, better. Know, I, I can I can agree with that as well, because, you know, I, I do think from a competitive standpoint, you know, the best players should play. Um, but also when you look around the AL East as well, um, other teams have guys that range from 22 to 24 years old that are stars for them. You know, uh, Guerrero Jr. with uh, with Toronto. Actually, Toronto has a few um, in Biggio, Guerrero Jr., and uh, Bichette. And, uh, and then, you know, the Yankees, I think Glaber Torres, who's been in the majors for like four years now, he's only like 24 or 25. Uh, Red Sox, they got Beavers and you know, when are the Orioles going to pull the trigger and say, well, these are our young guns. Um, Right. And I guess that's just it. That's what I'm asking. When you're not saying that the rebuild is over when you do that, but at at some point you have to build up to it. Right. And add, add, like bring up DL Hall, start getting a little better. And then you add a veteran to come in to, you know, to complete the package in a, a, a couple of years. But to me, it almost becomes like this mystical thing that we just keep talking about to excuse the just continued, you know, poor major league product. Well, this is the rebuild. This is the process, which I'm impatient. I'm impatient naturally. So someone right. lis- someone listening or, or, you know, someone might chime in and say, oh, well, that's, you know, that's just how it is. That's ridiculous. But from a fan's perspective, too, um, the Orioles over the last, I just tweeted this to Mark Viviano the other day because he made some comment similar to this is just part of the rebuild. And we've had losing seasons like 19 out of the last 24. So this is not, I mean, I mean that's obscene to, to say something like that. So like for You're someone not to- impatient at that point when <laughs> yes, you know, yes. taken up, you know, when losing seasons have literally been you know, 75, 80% of your life. (laughs) Exactly. See, look, Josh, Josh chimes in here. He says, bring on the next 14 game losing streak. Well, we're, we don't have to wait long. It'll be back tomorrow. I did. We popped the champagne tonight, but we got to put it back on ice because. Yeah. You know, and in 5,337 fans were, uh, were there to uh, pop that champagne. (laughs) You know, we use restrictions and open up full capacity and they hit half of the previous (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, when i saw that I was... baltimore fans right now they're they're excited with us you right. know? but how how can you blame them you know we we, we were gonna i know talk about this later on we can jump into it now um full capacity tonight right like what is from an orioles pr perspective what are they doing if you're gonna suck at the major league level first of all you've got the You've got the uh, the mass in that, which has been a total disaster. 
I still right. like tonight. I was trying to pull it up on the app, and like uh, I'm flipping through with. Uh, it was the Nationals game, and then I went over to the Orioles game, and then I got stuck in some weird commercial loop that I couldn't get out of. So I'm saying that's just that's one area that has, from like a PR perspective. Tonight, first night, it's a Tuesday. It's the Twins. We suck. We're the worst team in baseball. Where's the promotion? Buy one ticket, get get one free. Buy one, get two free. <laughs> free hot dogs i don't know yeah, I mean, they used to do dollar hot dog night back dollar in the hot day. Dogs. And, and, you know it is it is difficult to draw fans because you know school's not out yet um and uh and you know it was the the first night where they eased the restrictions but you know they did something a few years ago where i, I want to say like kids under 12 got in the park free uh during like the first few months of the year and I thought they were doing something similar like that. I'm not even sure, to be honest. I'd have to. I, I couldn't tell you, but you ask where the promotions are, and I think they have a T-shirt giveaway this Friday, where the first twenty thousand fans uh, get, get a T-shirt. So uh, everybody's see how get many two. leftover T-shirts they have at the end uh, of the night. No, everybody's going to get two or three. Right. Um. But yeah, that that's that's another uh, that, that's another uh, beef of mine, and and it's. It's it's all just coming out, Joel. So forgive me. It's all just it's it's very therapeutic, and the the, the setting that you have behind you, your face, you look very handsome tonight. This is just giving me a a, a position to have it all come flowing out because they won, and we oh, should you, be celebrating. Got, a lot of Cal stuff back here. Um, yes. Back when the Orioles had a uh, yep, shout out Cal. Um, <laughs> when out, the man. Orioles had you know a player that He's was listening. the best, the best at his position. Um, right. I'm trying to think the last time the Orioles had that, uh, you know, I guess Machado could have been in the the mix. You had guys like Arenado that were, uh, you know, obviously uh, competing with him. I, it would probably be Zach Britton as closer for that, mm. that year or two. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> right now you're like, for... and, you know, do they have anybody that's in the top three at the position? <laughs> <laughs> well, means that John means, yeah, he, they, they have one. If, okay, but let's go the other way. Means top three at his position. How many guys do they have that aren't bottom three at their position? That are current, uh, that are that are starting players. I mean, it's. it's... I I don't know if those guys would even uh, qualify as starting players because you know they're shuffling in and out so many guys sure. right now that you know a lot of guys only have fifty to sixty at bats. Uh, and and that's that's I guess you know if I'm getting back on track that's a little bit of my beef with uh, Elias and fielding a major league roster you know we've continuously put out guys like uh, Chance Cisco and uh, and Stewart and you know they've they've been in the Orioles um, you know system for years now uh, they they hit the big leagues in 2016 you know they're they're not going to wake up and just have it now uh, you know we've gotten a big enough sample size where you know, if you're truly committed to a rebuild, you know, they're not going to be a part of it. So why are you wasting at-bats with them? For those for those downloading the podcast tomorrow, I've been nodding my head in agreement. You can't see it if you're – Josh yelled at me yelled at me for that one time. So I was going like this. And he's like, it's – he's like, we're, we're streaming. They can't – the people in the podcast can't can't see you doing this. For all the drivers, Joe is nodding. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I totally agree. I, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what the answer is to that. And my, my, I don't want the answer to be, well, they're just being frugal um, because there is obviously a, 
lifetime, you're and I lifetime for, for the most part, example of that, of right. under, you know, under this ownership where, where that is the route that they take. So, um, because I agree, you see guys, I mean, Brian McKenna, come on, what enough, but bring up someone else. Um, right. Well, you know, the, prior to tonight um, with that losing streak, uh, you know, the wheels felt like and, you know, they looked like in every aspect that they were falling off. So, like, right now it's, it's almost gotten to the point where guys on the team, you know, you have a, a few different uh, classifications. You have the journeymen, which are trying to fight every day to keep their MLB career going. You know, the guys that uh, were on the Indians team in the ma movie Major League, you know, the, the Jake Taylors, uh, one more right. year. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we, we got a number of those guys on our team. Right. And then right. you have guys, uh, you know, like Means and uh, Mancini that are thinking like, I increase my value, maybe I can get out of here. <laughs> Speaking of those guys, as we look ahead to tomorrow's game, the, the Dark Knight takes the hill, Matt Harvey. He brings with him his hefty 6.84 ERA. Um, you know, you talk about last chances. This is a guy that that, that came out of the gate pretty much as good as you could have expected. Right. I mean, he was, he, he wasn't, you know, dominant. No one was expecting him to be dominant by any stretch of the imagination, but he was, he was okay. He was getting four and two thirds, five innings, um, right. throwing, throwing hard. I mean, he was, I remember texting you that one day that, you know, mid nineties, I was like, put this guy in the bullpen, let, let him be a Tommy Hunter type type role. And uh, the his, wheels his, have just. His been, velocity has been up, you know, when you look at, you know, the MLB stat graphs and whatnot in comparison to who he was with last year. Was it Cincinnati? Maybe. Um, but yes, it's it's been a, a little bit of a dreadful three-year, three, four-year run for him. And, uh, you know, the narrative, like you said uh, a few weeks ago, was, um, hey, this guy looks all right. You know, people were saying, oh, he's going to be trade bait at the yeah. thing. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, that he's narrative completely changed. You know, with us for the long haul. You, you had that interesting point a month ago, and you know maybe it is worth revisiting right now. Uh, you know, maybe similar to what Brian Mattis provided for them. You know, Brian Mattis had you know a promising start his rookie year, and then the wheels fell off, and he went like one and nine his second year. They tried him one more year as a starter, and uh, after like the first five starts, they just told him you know go to the bullpen and throw gas, and right. you know. Maybe that's what the Orioles need Harvey to do right now. Uh, I, I don't the, know. Here's the problem, Happy. You're not any good. <laughs> but can he be good for one to two innings? Because right now, yes, you know, yes, their bullpen is uh, they, it's horrible. Good, like many yeah, other uh, areas on their team, <laughs> but <laughs> we can just assume that when saying it. But right, the bullpen stinks. He and, stinks and, at the, in the starting role. Let him get right, in there, throw some games. Brian Mattis is a bad example because he was a lefty, but like Tommy Hunter is actually That's, a better. I think Tommy player. Big Game is the perfect example. Who a guy was a starter, he he threw hard, but then you put him in the bullpen and he was hitting triple digits sometimes. And or or Bud Norris for that matter. You know Norris had a couple good years uh, following uh, being a starter in the pen. So in uh, let's let's wrap it up here. We're um, we're getting we're getting towards the end of our time. So. Orioles win. Happy to get off the off the slide and get back into win calm. It's something hopefully uh, hopefully we can see more frequently. Like like Joel said, maybe we can run off a few and 
get that win total up in the low to mid 60s. That would really just put a smile on my face to to be heading that direction. Um, or if you're Michael Elias, maybe maybe the losses is what you want, and uh, you want another uh, like Josh said, bring on another 14 game losing streak. So with the number one pick, we can pull a, a curse that and pick like the 12th ranked prospect with that number one overall pick. Maybe that's something that we could do. Um, Matt Harvey on the mound tomorrow. Uh, what do you got, Joel? You think the Orioles going to make it two for two, or are we heading back to a slide? Th give us your prediction right now. Give it to the people. If you're going to put a gun to my head, I'm going to say they're going to lose, but I'll try and be optimistic. We're going to we're going to get two in a row tomorrow. Okay, Matt two Harvey in a row. Is, Matt Harvey's going to give us five strong, and uh, and they'll pull it out. Okay, you heard it here first. Matt Harvey gets up, picks up his fourth win tomorrow. Um, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, Joel, any departing words before we uh, hit hit the hit the road here? No, I'm good. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Catch you on the next Birdland tonight. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.